Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. Yo, we're back. It's Sunday night, your Sunday night delight, weighing in at a bunch of beers, Canadian moose tracks, and West Virginia turtle soup. It is the three wide men. That's wide men can't jump. It's the Sunday night round table. What's up, gentlemen? I'm here with Tim and TR. Afternoon delight. <laughs> it is afternoon up the there plan. with you, isn't it? Aren't you up there near Alaska well, well, where you only get like 26 hours of sunlight a day or some shit? Oh, God. Yeah, no, that must be something, though. Eh? I mean, 24 hours of, uh, or for like three or four months where the sun shines constantly. And then the total opposite suck. for three or four months. That would just suck. Where, right? Time to get used to it. Oh, I don't know how they, I guess, but it must really rock to go, you know, to uh, empty out the bar at three o'clock in the morning and it's broad daylight. Yeah. And it never changes. Speaking of getting emptied out, speaking of getting emptied out of the bar during broad daylight, Tom Robinson, ladies and gentlemen. Tell stole, you stole my line. I was gonna <laughs> say I, I'm used to that already. Uh, yeah, I was. I'd prefer Alaska because, uh, you know, those of us wandering fucking depressed zombies love the dark. Um, I'd love that. What is it? Most of the year is dark there? Six um, months no, dark, but six the, months sunlight. But you go through phases there where it's, where there's, it's never the same amount of, uh, you know, the difference between the sun and the light is drastic. Where you yeah. Three hours wow. of sunshine and 20 hours of black. Black. I said nice. black. That's 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 how racist of me. Uh, it is lacking. Afri- w- lacking African Alaska. It will be lacking white. Would be what I wanted to say. Yeah, but. I, uh, I I I participated in some Coors Light consumption last night. First time in uh, several weeks, and uh, we just had a heat wave. There was. Uh, Monetarily, there was nothing really I could do that was in my budget. And uh, I just sat and waited for the trade deadline like a busy little you, beaver. Uh, you didn't opt or, out uh, the for the... the uh, I'm sorry. You didn't opt out for the front yard kiddie pool fat man with a beer with his legs hanging over the edge trying to stay cool look? Nah, because it's, you know... Uh, eventually my ball bag would hang out, and then all of a sudden I'd be, you know, misconstrued as a uh, driven out of sexual uh, predator, yeah. Uh, my that. one active ball our... bag, not the fake one. <laughs> I never told you about the, the fake one in full, did I? Um, you yeah, ball? you have, but, you, yeah, well, you have but, me anyway, so this is not oh, wait, yeah, yeah, you did my... mention. You did mention that to me. Well, I don't think the I don't think the audience knows, and it's about time that I come out of the of the one testicle closet. I uh, so you're going to be in the new Star Wars remake, Tom Solo. 
Is that way? Yeah, there you go. Uh, just call, just call me Lefty. Anyway, um, yeah, I uh, I was born with undescended testes, uh, which meant one of them, well, testy, I should say. My right one the, kept uh, what, what creeping up what out of my scrotum. Say again? I said, what's singular for testy and what's plural? God knows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so my right testicle kept wandering where it shouldn't. Curious nut, I guess he was. He, he kept going up through a... Uh, orifice that wasn't supposed to be there in my lower abdomen and uh, kept lodging up there and then it would bounce back and forth and the doctor said we can fix this permanently and uh, my overprotective mother opted to because they said there's a chance it'll drop by itself eventually and whatever she said no I'd rather take that chance than you operate on my newborn so I had no say in the matter and uh well, I kind of agree with her and, a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Um, but, you know, I uh, then I started getting a little older, and it was uh, it became clear to me that I was supposed to have two, and I had just this empty ball bag down there that you could stretch out like goddamn uh, uh, that Major League Chew bubble gum that we used to have. <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, that's not bad. I, I, was fucking, going for, uh, I was going for tarp over the infield, but hey, maybe. Yeah, I was, I was reaching for something in my mind, and that's what came up. But, um, <laughs> you said gum. Yeah, so. Uh, oh, shit. And then uh, I was like, wow, this, this thing ain't going down anymore. And, uh, like, it was just, it was where it was. And. I got a hernia at, at some point in my teen years, and it was, like, convenient to, quote-unquote, fix it then because uh, I was getting surgery in the area anyway. And the doctor said, uh, if we are unable, I, I forget his ethnicity, but he <laughs> talked with some fucked-up accent, the urologist, if we are unable to save the testy, would you like... Uh, empty scrotum or uh, what's the word for that um, I'm thinking placebo for pills uh, but it's, it's a word for like a there you go or a prosthetic and I said fuck yeah I don't want to look like a retard and because uh, I started playing sports and shit and that's why I couldn't play football my mom saw me get hit in the uh, lower area by a helmet one day, and she was like, no way, you're never playing that sport again, even though I'd play on the street and whatnot. I couldn't play organized football. Playing um, on the street anyway, is much more dangerous than playing on an organized field. Yeah, so uh, my my curious testy took a beating over the years, so it wasn't salvageable apparently. I could swear I was under the, you know, under the, uh, when they put you out, what's that called? Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Yeah, and I could swear that they were playing, like, hoops with my fucking dead testicle in a trash can. (laughs) I don't know if that was a a dream 
like, you know, or what. But I, I swear they were, you know, throwing it and missing it. And, you know, playing Dr. 21 Zuma, horse with it or something. Yeah, so. Uh, but they, they, uh, they assured me I could have children with one. And uh, kind of looked the same at the time. But I guess I got a little drop and my, my natural one got a little bigger. So now I'm a little lopsided down there. But uh, whatever, I always say, because it's, it's either saline or silicone or something. It's one of those two, I forget. But I always yeah. told my buddies if they want to feel what it's like to suck on, like, Pam Anderson's tits or, you know, Kenneth Jameson's, you can just suck on my nut, and it's the same thing. And nobody goes for it, actually. No. That's a shame. After, after that heartwarming story, I'd, I'd just like to... Yeah, one nut. We will be having a GoFundMe for Tom Robinson to get him vib- yeah, please to do. get him to get him heat and vibration in that testicle. Yeah, it's been <laughs> since 1990 since I had a benefit. I need something. Yeah, you need you need something. We could uh, sue your you could sue your mother for not consulting you on the removal of the testicle, and that's you should be able to get some money out of somebody for that. You know, it's changed you, man. You don't feel like sure that. Has. Yeah, you don't 1990, like the greatest year in recorded history. I, I knew you were going to bring up that factor. I'm used to it now that it, it's finally sunk in that you're like fucking 15 or whatever the hell you are. <laughs> so, so instead of, and then I was going to say too, you know, if you didn't play football, so you didn't have to worry about CTE, but you had to worry about BTE. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, TT. This That's is my line. Whatever. Fuck. Really, you know, you got to think about it. Really, you have to be awful careful because you don't want to lose that last one. You're like, you know, you're already got a spare in the trunk. I live on the edge, baby. I'll ride on a donut if I have to. Have you ever like, uh, like dared a woman to like, you know, bite it? Uh, I uh, well. Uh, I, I, you know, I assume full transparency. Uh, I like ass play and nut play, even so the well, fake ones. Yeah, well, we got to get into this for a bit. Um, so there's no sensation on the actual uh, fake testicle, obviously. But the, the, yeah, the, the there pouch. is. It, it could, oh, there is. Well, it could be psychological on my behalf, but uh i i i'm a, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you two and the listening audience inside the world of my creepy bedroom um, <laughs> there was an arrangement wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> there was an arrangement with arra- arrangement with my last uh you know somewhat of a girlfriend that i uh i enjoyed finishing with my own hand but i'd have i'd say just make out with my nuts. And she's like, what? And I'm like, just act like it's a fucking other tongue. Go to town on my nuts. <laughs> and I'd finish myself, and that, that shit would fucking... I would blow ropes, and I'd hit myself in the face. They were fucking such good, good orgasms. Okay. Um, so, Mr. Robinson, question Mr. Robinson from the floor. Sure. Does, the prosthetic, does the prosthetic nut ever itch? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's like the regular one as far as the external stuff, but no, not the, you know, the actual one, it's kind of, but you don't, you don't, you don't ever just, you don't ever reach down there and just rub that one. 
actually, uh, you know, I, I, we're talking over 30 years ago that I got an operator on. So I'm sure medical technology, I'm sure I should have visited a urologist and uh, maybe had it fucking changed to a new one or something. It's pro- I don't even know what the fuck's in there. It's at this possible, point. you know. Well, that's yeah, I mean, you, need, you know, you need the heated vibration model with the, you know, fully loaded you know, deal, whatever it brings to the table. Maybe you since know, uh, Joe Jackson You're driving died a Skoda, the other then you could have a fucking uh, Land Rover, you know. Right, true. I mean, Joe yeah. Jackson died the other night. Maybe I should have been on a donor list for testicles. He created the Jackson 5 and the whole Jackson plus, you know, my I might get more testosterone because he used to beat the shit out of everybody. Or I might, you know, be able to spring out another kid at age 48 and, and end up with another Michael Jackson. You never know. There's already yeah. another Michael Jackson. His name is Bruno Mars. I like Bruno. Oh, there's, two, there's two more. There's Paris and Blanky. Oh, those kids of his. Yeah. I know yeah, none of them have shown any fucker. indication that they want to be, that they want anything to do with the entertainment world, but... They were created in, like, an easy-bake oven or some shit. Yeah, I don't know who their father is, but it ain't him. That's all I know. Fucking <laughs> looks like Brad Pitt. fuck is wrong with this world? Well, actually, the, the oldest male is not a bad-looking man, and the girl is not not ugly. Certainly didn't come not from him in that. Yeah, it didn't come from him in that thing that they claim is her mother. There's no way. I'm not buying that for a second. Not just Billy Jane is not his lover. The kid is not his son and all that shit. That was a premonition of his, that fucking kid diddler. <laughs> No, we're talking That's about the thing wrong. It's it's the show of love when you share your bed with someone. Fucking nutcase. You guys are talking so ignorant. Ah, oh, boy, I've talked enough where I said I wasn't going to say nothing. What's up with well, you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, how many shows start off with 15 minutes of plastic nut talk? No, you're not going to get that You'd anymore. Not in the world, actually. For free. <laughs> yeah, it's got its own. It's got its own category on podcast one. Um, <laughs> happy Canada Day. Good day. Happy Canada Day, you fucker. Yeah, today was the day where when you're when you're a Canadian, you get to go to your mailbox, and of course, besides the complimentary uh, package of tea from the Queen, is either your six month supply of Canadian goodness. You know, the maple syrup, the uh, the moose meat, that sort of thing, a new toque, all kinds of good stuff this year. Oh, sounds good. Uh, uh, your team, your hockey team, gets to sign the best player in the, or one of the best players in the league. That's a, a nice gift this year for us Canadians. Tavares. We laughed because we laughed because uh, some fucking idiot. Named LeBron signed some stupid deal in L.A. and we're giggling about that up here because it's just so stupid. Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. Except for Quebec. Is Quebec not Canada? Is that like Never forget that high? part. No, we just don't like it. It's kind of like... Uh, 
I don't know, what's a shit state in the state New Jersey, maybe? You know, we just kind of uh, pretend it's not really there. We all know it's there, but we just, you know, they're they're the black the black sheep. They're the they're the troublemaker. I'd say West Virginia would probably be that state. It's <laughs> possible. Yeah, no, we're not. Uh, now nah, that goes back to uh, that goes back to the the early seventies when I was just a young lad, impressionable lad, and uh, there was a lot going on. In uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you guys wouldn't. Uh, it was a. Uh, now, see, listen, you know, what other show, people, can you have 15 minutes of plastic nut talk followed by deep <laughs> uh, Canadian political intrigue? Uh, Very there's a kidnapping. They kidnapped a bunch of guys in Quebec out of the provincial government, and actually one of them ended up getting killed uh, by uh, Quebec separatists, believe it or not, which I guess you guys, I don't know, you probably never get to hear about that down there. Every 10 or 15 years, the province of Quebec gets the bright idea that they want to leave the country. And they vote, and they never ever leave, and we laugh about it. And but it gets annoying after a while. That's why we always say, uh, except for Quebec. <laughs> I just got a text message from uh, Armando Martinez. Armando. Uh, wow, he just texted. He texted me just now. He says all the all these vermin are making their way down from Oakland to L.A. once again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, because of LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, I have to say, in response to the LeBron thing, without getting into the contract and what it means for the rest of the league, because you guys can do that on Wednesday. Um, how long is it before Luke Walton is on the hot seat? Uh, ten minutes. Or is Luke, or or has Luke Walton got enough balls? To put LeBron in, uh, that finally that somebody tells him, "No, look, no, look, motherfucker, <laughs> you're not the coach of this team." Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I would, I would argue because his contract. I mean, the threat of him leaving anymore is zero. He can't leave. He can leave after three through. years. Well, who gives a fuck? By then, he'll be old. No one will give a shit. I guarantee. I guarantee. Uh, I don't know the extent. I don't know the extent of that contract. But I'll tell you this. Every year, anyway, the fucker. I'm assume, I don't know when the player option is. I guarantee you that third year. After that third year, there's a player option. I'd almost put money on it. Okay, but I'm 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 safely saying in three more years, uh, the LeBron James threat is not that big a threat anymore. He'll still be a good player, but he won't be a great one anymore. I don't know. They just signed Lance Stevenson uh, this evening as well. They also ain't Contavious Caldwell Pope to a contract again. They're going to put the shooters around him. I would almost it matter. Put, LeBron James is going to just be three years older. That's it's just that simple. I'm just talking about now. I mean, that's oh, my he, thing. they may do well next year. I have no argument there. Nah, I think. Well, no, not I'm not even, talking winning the title not, or anything. I'm, but if the season started today, they wouldn't get. Out of the second round, I want to see the. They, uh, I they want to may... see the first game where LeBron doesn't pass to Lonzo Ball, and then his dad uh, gets in the papers in L.A. and this and this gong show is underway. Then I want to see what happens. And we're just kind of teasing because we're going to talk about this on Wednesday because free agency has started. There's been big signings. There's been things happen that we didn't predict. However, 
since it is Sunday night, and I'll bring this up on Wednesday, I'm not one to say, actually, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to be honest. I am one to remind everybody when I say something and it comes to fruition, and who the fuck this season, earlier in the year, was the first motherfucker to come out and say LeBron James will be a Los Angeles Laker. Who was it? If you said Nate, uh, Frank, you're right. Uh, Frank from Flin Flon, actually, but anyway. Frank from Flin Flon can suck Tom Robinson's fake nut. Frank from Flin Flon right. probably would. Probably would, just <laughs> out of experimental purposes. But, <laughs> but and I, everybody's and got I a bucket it. list, my friend. Lick the lick the jizz off my stomach so I don't have to waste time white mopping it up. <laughs> the quicker picker upper. Frank from Flinflon. There you go. Frank from Flinflon. <laughs> you, know, you guys keep it up. Fucking you know you should guys know we don't poke Frank. He's really left you alone for quite a while. Unless you motherfuckers would like more songs about yourselves. Speaking of which we really <laughs> need to uh, I really need to figure out a way to record the ballad of uh, Nate Bush. But you already did one about me. No, but we, we we need to get like we need to figure out a way to get like music behind that thing. Like a, maybe a karaoke uh, track of that song with um, Frank's stunning lyrics. Because man, what a what a what a piece of audio that was. Well, I bet Cam Chancellor's pissed right now. LeBron James just stole every bit of thunder from Cam Chancellor retiring. Uh, yeah, LeBron is—he's kind of a fucking hog that way. You know, LeBron's kind of a dick. Uh, I've been preaching he's a dick. that. It's like I've only been saying as, that as for a how person? long? As a person, no, as a person, no. As I'm as talking as, about as a professional. As, as far as the sport goes, he's a dick. Yeah, I don't know how he is as a as, in his home life and all that, but as far as he treats his his uh, peers in the sport, oh, he's yeah. a dick. What's your thought on that? I don't think he has any either, but I think he's a fine human being outside of the well, line. Sure he's a fine so human. I'm not saying he's not a fine human being. I'm just talking about as a sports personality, he's kind of a dick. He's a bit of a dick. He is very full of himself. Mind you, a lot of them are, but that's not really a surprise. But I don't know. I uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, it's, him, man. it's pretty hard to. I mean, you got to you know put yourself in his shoes. What kind of a? I mean, let's be honest. What kind of a dicks would the three of us be if we were making forty million dollars a year? I would be the nicest uh, person in the world. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'd like to think that about myself as well. But um, you know, you got to factor in that uh, he's on Sports Illustrated and shit as a sixteen-year-old as the chosen one, and. Uh, you know, he had to live up to all that hype, and he did. Yeah, you can't, you can't hear that you're the greatest in the fucking universe for ten or fifteen years and not have some of it start to affect you after a while. Yeah, well, I've only heard yet. it for about five now, so you know, sur- surrounded by yes men, uh, he can get whatever he wants, pretty much, and what he can't afford. Well, I don't. Probably doesn't want anything that he can't afford at this point. Um, let's be honest, we'd all be dangerous if we had that kind of money. And we'd be dicks, too. You can't help us. I, I mean, we're as far now, as, like, you know, This is true. Right. As far as ordering people in our, around, yelling at his own team, questioning his, 
authorities and whatnot. Sure. But uh, on the flip side, he's never he's never been in this uh, popular sexual assault, false charges. No. He's never never you been in trouble, good. never cheated on his wife, allegedly. Never, you know, never did anything what do you think, to uh, give a black eye to his to, image. Uh, going back to Ratgate and your brother-in-law, this this. Of course, this would never happen if you were LeBron James, but and your brother-in-law comes into your house and tells you about traps and how you should really be, you know, or anybody comes in your house and tells you, oh, you're not really doing this right. Okay, how long do you listen to that when you don't want to listen to it now? How long do you listen to it when you're making $40 million and they don't? It it, it becomes, you know, hey, uh, I think you should just shut the fuck up. And quit telling me what to do is obviously I am the successful one in the room, and you are not, and go away. And I think that attitude, once you start to go down that road, especially then, too, when you got 12 guys behind you going, yeah, you you tell them. You are right. That guy don't know nothing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. It'd get hard Actually. after a while. It would, it would get tough because you would start to think you – we're right about shit you knew nothing about, because when you got like struggle is real. Other, yeah, when you got <laughs> ten other people behind you telling you that you are right, and your your fucking handler and your manager and this guy and that guy and blah 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 blah. I think it would be difficult not to become a fan of yourself at some point. After we crack this new deal with uh, Time Warner for Wide Men Can't Jump's uh, exclusive rights, I. I need a masseuse on demand. Uh, well, they they will not bend on hookers and blow those bastards. And I keep telling well, them, you know, okay, call it something else. Can we give it another name in the contract? All right. You don't want it to come out. You got us hookers and blow. I get it. But, you know, masseuse would do. You know, can we call it that? And uh, Medicinal, can it just be health care coverage for the cocaine? What's the problem? Uh, but those guys at Time Warner are pretty stuff. They're a stuffy bunch, those guys. I told them there's no. There's been. I told them no. There's been that. another free agent signing. Uh, nothing major. I could probably wait until Wednesday to before we elaborate. Let's fucking say it. <laughs> yeah, Alfred, Alfred, so Alfred Payton has signed with the New Orleans Pelicans. But we'll get. We'll dive more into that. Wednesday. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. Well, I, I signed with the fucking Toronto Raptors, and I don't hear anybody bringing that up. Well, well, that's about okay. Order. Well, it just reported by AJ Ward or Adrian Wojnarowski. Tim Dombrova has signed to be the Toronto Raptors fluffer. So congratulations, <laughs> Tim. A, uh, it's, a, it's a three. It's a four-year deal with a uh, option on the fluffing at the, after the <laughs> third year. A third year fluff for optional. Yeah, yeah. It's just stroking and, and not uh, no oral in the fourth year. Well, that's a shame, man. I mean, that that's that's yeah, that's that's like getting tackled well, with the one. I'm getting old, you know. I've got to start to look after my body. <laughs> Your body is what a simple. Sh- <laughs> what a shitty job that would be. What, being but you're not even you're not even good enough. Be in the scene having sex. You got to be off camera sucking cock. You're so ugly. Yeah, you're good, but you're you're you're. And worse yet is you're actually probably good at that. 
but you're too ugly to be on TV in the movie. Yeah. Or whatever whatever it might be. Um, It's my understanding it pays fairly well. See what happens. I I like to eat pussy, so if there was a male equivalent (laughs) to it, I might might sign up to it. I do too. I really. I really don't want to sign up for doing it. Well, after I just watched three black guys tear this part in half. Now get in there, Robinson. Uh, yes, sir. Give me. Let me get my helmet. I would be cocking, not fluffing. Yeah, um, I don't think I'd. I could maybe you could do it on lesbian sets. Maybe that might be all right. Nah, I, I, you know, I'd get the low-budget fucking uh, internet porn chicks that smell like fucking uh, the underpass of a bridge or something and the trash truck juice. Oh, I thought you were, yeah, yeah, that would be my luck. That's why I would never, they talk about that. Apparently that job, the male, being a male porn star is not not much of a job. It, It sounds like it should be wonderful and looks like it should be wonderful, but really isn't. They read these stories about guys taking knees, shooting their that shit in their cocks to keep their dicks hard and all this weird shit. Yeah, no thanks. I got a Instagram. Uh, ain't a scoop really because I don't know the origin, but I still follow about three or four porn stars, and one is that Bonnie Rotten, and I'm angry at myself that I still do because. A 25-year-old little tattooed tramp who every video's got a, some rap song blasting and she's sticking her stupid tongue out. But anyway, she was somewhere for a featured dance appearance and had to cancel last week and get emergency surgery. And I, I wonder, she didn't reveal what the surgery was for, but it was after a week of quote-unquote shooting for uh, Brazzers or whatever, and uh, she's famous for her anal stuff, so maybe she went a little bit too far. Uh, had to have some dildo removal? Something. Or tore herself how, out, maybe. How far, how far is too far in that field? When you get emergency surgery, I guess that's too far. Maybe emergency surgery was the safe word. How do you know? Lord, I don't, don't know. Kink. Uh, don't kink, Shane. I tell you, I tried to film a porn with my uh, baby mama once. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm just going to sit yeah. here and listen now. It, it was non-consensual. Uh, she was asleep, and oh I was a God. little tipsy, <laughs> and I could still get a heart on. And whenever I wanted, I just... You know, she didn't care. She just laid sideways if she was half asleep, and I'd just go to town. But uh, it was an old, one of those old VHS tape cameras where it's heavy as shit and whatever. And I just kind of looked in it from the the angle without her knowing and set it up where the bed is, but I didn't fucking zoom in like a dumb fuck because obviously I'm an idiot still with technology. But So it's like 
it was an actual distance from, from a distance, and you just see my flat white ass going up and down. And uh, it was so non-sexual that I, you know, I didn't. I immediately erased it. It was just. Uh, it was. It turned me off. It was like an aerobics video. <laughs> yeah. And my ass doesn't go oh, that far up because my dick's not that long. So Saturday morning workout video shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's TR. It's Tom Robinson, not Tony Robinson. <laughs> Tom Robinson yeah. takes the road to Lower Derby. I think I, oh, I either showed her or told her the next day, and she wasn't. She wasn't too happy. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. I do wonder why. Wanted first, wanted first Billy. She was so unfaithful. I told you we had a black mailman, right? How unfaithful was she? You. We had this black mailman named Bill, and. Every time I would be off work, you'd see the look in his face like, fuck, like when I would get the mail. And uh, I guess guess he would hit that every time I was at work. I don't know. You were were coupled with by black mailman? Through fucking rain and snow or sun and shine or whatever that saying is about the U.S. Postal Service. Boy, he delivered. Did you never not get mail? Uh, not there. Uh, here, there's the famous Jamie Ward 605 t-shirt theft story. Incident. Uh, tracked that by both is, sides to my to let's my not staff. Get ourselves that that thing probably probably never left the head office. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it, but whatever. Still whatever. Being, your order, your order is still being processed, probably still in editing stages. <laughs> Maybe. I uh, found uh, while we're on wrestling, I was making an attempt to get rid of shit last night, and uh, found this fucking stacks and stacks of magazines and programs from the Spectrum. And, old newsletters and something from Sean Grandy, his newsletter that was in his in his uh, envelope from his old home address who turned out to be a Celtics radio announcer for 20 years now. God, time flies. Well, yep. And, I have another free agent signing announcement. I mean, I'm double-checking this here to make sure. Yep, free agent JaVel McGee has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many fucking guys they going to have on this team? They got I'm some weird on. plan. They, they, there's a plan in action here. Have that fucking I mean, JaVel in there until... Uh... Boogie Cousins gets ready. Maybe sign his big ass. <laughs> I just got a text message. Him, 
I just got a text message from my better half. She heard me. And I just got a text message that says, JaVale McGee! <laughs> I mean, they've now got 20 guys on their roster. Oh, they won't have that many. Well, I'm just saying they uh, do right now, though, so there's going to be have to leave. They're, they Sorry. are hoping. This is, this is their game plan. It may happen before Wednesday. It may not. They still think they're going to get Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard has already said he's going to L.A. next year. That's where he's going. LeBron's there now. That's where he's going. Now, the real the real deal here will be, will the Spurs trade him to L.A. this season and try to get some young pieces? Or will they let him walk next season? Because nobody's going to trade for Kawhi, knowing that he's going to leave the next year. Nobody's going to give up young pieces for that. Well, I'll give you some breaking news. Kawhi Leonard has just made the statement that he may sit out the season if he's not traded. What an asshole. Yeah, that's a dick. I keep that, telling that everybody that will listen he's a fucking mental case. And the uh, apparently the ask from the, the, the Spurs is three first-rounders and two two roster players is what they want for him. So, which may explain the continuation of signing of players, but three first round picks, holy shit! Yeah, that's you, pretty you pricey. May. That's a pretty pricey take. That it it is amazing to me that a, a player would sit out all season just because he doesn't want to play for the team that he's contractually obligated to fucking <laughs> play with. Yeah. Team that he decided he wanted to play for. Well, no, he. Well, he I guess there. technically yes, technically yes, but it's like, it's like, dude, you're playing for a great team. You're not playing for the Cleveland Browns here. Yeah, it's that uncle. His uncle's. He's basically a puppet that his uncle's got his hand up his ass, and he's the ventriloquist. Yeah. The Spurs have asked the Sixers for three future first-round picks and two current players for Kawhi Leonard. Said it's a uh, pretty big ask, and I don't think they're going to do that. Well, and why? Why would you pay it if you can get them next for year? For one people? season, for one year, that would be Doesn't asinine. Doesn't make any sense. I don't. If Kawhi, Leonard, if Kawhi Leonard sits out an entire year, then then he should be. He should be uh, forced. If you try to set out a year to wait out your contract, you should be forced to stay with the team you're with and play out your year if they don't trade you. Honestly. They, they need to overhaul. that The, the basketball uh, salary cap, hard cap, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the way they do shit is, is fucked. There's nothing wrong with it going up, but there's way too many loopholes in this type of contract, and this kind of max contracts, and all this bullshit. That it's ridiculous. Well, I am. I'll give LA credit. At least they signed LeBron to a a four year deal instead of a. I assumed it would be a, a two year deal with a player option. That was what I was. Well, that's what he was telling everybody. Yeah. It seemed like it would be a two-year deal, and if this doesn't work out this year and we can't get nobody next year, I'm gone. I'll go somewhere else. So I'll give L.A. a little bit of credit, but Jesus Christ. Like, it, this to me, this is changing. This is 
the way that free agency is now, free agency is exciting, but it also ruins small market teams. Cleveland, they're fucked. San Antonio, because, about because to there's be not fucked. enough there's not enough rules that the the, the the cap space is the way they do it is bullshit. In hockey, it's a hard cap. You, you mm-hmm. they, they take your you know okay like for LeBron, okay that's forty million over. Or what, 100 and whatever it is, 158. I've called 160. That's 160 over four years. Well, that's 40 mm-hmm. million against the cap. That's not 12 million against the cap this year, and 12.12 and 32 because we got this guy over here that we put on some kind of reserve and all this bullshit. No, that's well, 40 million get, against the cap. Then they got the uh, exemptions. They try to get the exemptions, and uh, then don't forget the. Uh, the fact that they can pay a luxury tax, so that's a thing. Yeah, which is a hundred, which is twenty-two million dollars above the cap. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the minimum is ninety-one million. The, the the minimum you can cough up, but of course that allows for three mid-level exemptions, depending on where you are in that pile. And there's just there's too many ifs, maybes, ands. It's it's ridiculous. You know, you I want to make now, it a little more fair. Mind you, they don't. And, you, and you know what gets fair. me? You know what gets me? Is everyone's going to L.A. just for the simple fact of it's L.A. They don't, like, nobody's trying to go to a team and build. Everybody wants to go to a big city where the nightlife's hot and they can live the the, the rock star personality. And it, it just pisses me off. Because That's how like, it's become, though. It's not. Not every city can be L.A. or New York. And poor New York, they're so mismanaged, they can't even get me and T.R. to come play for them. Like, gee. Speak for yourself. I like this. <laughs> it's just like L.A. Well, I, 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 and I think a lot of that has to do with Magic Johnson being the, the GM. I, I assume, I okay, you, you guys are supposed to know this, maybe you don't. Uh, how long are their rookies... I guess they got what Ball and Kuzma. Ball and Kuzma, um, they'll those, have. How, this was their how first long are those year. Guys on their shit contracts for. They're on their four-year deals. They uh, yeah. they have actually their five-year deals. The last year is a team option. They become restricted free agents after four. So if they get a decent offer, then the team will have to match. So they'll be on okay, so these how, contracts another two years. Brandon Ingram so is how, on his how is, this season will be the Kyle last Kuzma year. How is only making a quarter of what Lonzo Ball makes? Thought they were he was drafted later. He, he was drafted later in the draft. Your draft position determines how much you pay. Well, that's pretty fucking stupid, too. And, that's and, the rules. Uh, Lonzo, Lonzo has a torn, torn meniscus. Yeah, he, 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 he might uh, he he might be done. I read that somewhere uh, that there was talk. Nah, he's that he's supposed in- to be he's supposed to be back for training camp. No, but that that's the kind of injury that never really heals. That it it heals and you go back out there, and it's just a matter of time before you rip that bitch again, and it's going to well, be an ongoing. That it's an ongoing thing that you know every so often you're just you're going to be out for a while. But they did resign. Oh, the I'm. I'm I'm looking at the Lakers roster, and I'm going, okay, the, the salary cap is $100 million. 
They're paying Ball six million. Pope's getting seventeen million. This is from last year, but still for for purposes. Um, Brooke Lopez got twenty two million dollars. This is Lou. I don't even know how to say his name. Lou Lou Dang. Lou Dang. Okay, he yeah, got seventeen million dollars. He I mean, they're already. Play. Yeah, they're at seventy million dollars with those four guys. Okay, you throw LeBron James's forty million in there, and that's a hundred and that's a hundred million. You're at the cap. Well, Lopez Lopez's contract, I think, is expired now, and you know I think they're be, gonna. I'm gonna guess that money's going some of these other guys. I mean, they didn't sign yeah, uh, I mean, all all these guys for nothing. Listen, so this all, season, all I'm getting out of it, the, the cap is fucked. If you can pay one guy two thirds of the cap, or not two thirds, but you know, more than a only, third. The only guys they have on the cap this year is um, Ingram. Randall is in the last year his deal coming up. Kuzma Ball, and they had and they had enough cap space to sign LeBron, and then they re-signed Caldwell Pope. They've re-signed McGee. Uh, looks like what they're going to do is try to get Kawhi because I don't think Boogie Cousins is going to go there because I don't know if they'll have enough cap to sign him, per se. Um, it'll be close. But almost everybody they had, they all signed, so their deals would expire this, you know, this year. And now they're making a play to, re- to re-sign everybody they can that are free agents, big name free agents, because they had so much cap space. This is the same thing Brooklyn is setting up to do. Brooklyn's going to have enough room to sign two max deal players next season. I hope that they end up with him and nobody else worth talking about, and that they suck next year and for the next four years. They're not going to suck for the next four years because Kawhi Leonard has made it very clear he's coming there. Kawhi Leonard's a basket case. Very true. This is true. Or close. Or close. And so that's kind of a wild card. Plus, they got lots of shit to work, to work out there. I mean, does, uh, like I said, does LeBron James tell Luke Walton what's going to go on? Is he going to tell Magic Johnson what's going down? Oh, but listen, Maybe. here's what's going to happen. They're not, they're not going to get it together until about December. The team's going to be a trade. If, if they don't get quiet in a trade, they are not going to put it together until about December. They will be lucky if they have it together by then. I also wonder if he's going to en- if he's going to enjoy playing there as much as he thinks he's going to. He'll be the hero when they win, but that's not a very easy city to play in when you're not winning. They expect. I mean, I'd be playing like in Philadelphia when they're not winning. When they, you know, if he went there, let's say, and he didn't produce. Uh, I know the guys from ESPN are going to be happy. Brian Whitehorse gets to move out to. Uh, Fucking L.A. now. He doesn't have to stay in Ohio anymore. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, as far as that part, I'm sure goes, he's. I, I get. I'm sure he's as happy. That, but he's as happy as his but, belly is round. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be in any hurry to go there. I can think of much better places to play basketball than than L.A. Uh, fuck basketball. We'll talk about that Wednesday. Just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bum Robinson, you take your fucking silly putty saline nut and hush. Who said it's silly putty? Well, I'm going to guess it's the size of a silly putty container. 
uh, I got shot, and then the fake nut wants and it bounced right off. <laughs> well, so it's not a silly putty container, then. Uh, not true. I'm trying to think. I what, you know, know. I'm sitting there trying to think of what they would use for size comparison. Couldn't really come up with much. An a egg, I guess. I don't know, but I, I want to get it redone now that these guys got me on the topic. It hasn't been uh, checked. Well, ladies on and in gentlemen, years. ladies and gentlemen, the 404 calls. What's up? You're on Wide Men Can't Jump. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up, Nosh? You know, hey, my man. man. <clears throat> Refreshing Twitter, trying to catch up with Woj and all these people to see what's happening. That, that's about it. I hear you. Yeah, we can't make heads or tails of anything. Uh, what do you got? Any 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 ideas of what the Lakers are sneaking up with? Well, I, I guess they continue to pursue Kawhi, continue that trade uh, pursuit. And, I mean, they just signed Lance Stevenson. Now, I guess yeah. that's going to be interesting to him and LeBron. But I guess they're cooler than what we thought, you know. They but they also signed uh, JaVale McGee. Yeah, I didn't understand JaVale. It was like low low basketball IQ guys kind of drive him crazy, so I didn't think JaVale was a good idea. I guess, but what are you going to do? So now it's all about Kawhi to see if they can kind of finalize that. Yeah, I didn't expect – I expected to just uh, – being it's a Sunday and it's like coming up on a holiday, I expected maybe tomorrow uh, he'd make a decision and it'd be more of a of a headline. But I, I was just watching yeah. DVR shows. I didn't think I'd hear any news today. I'm surprised uh, he didn't announce it on on the fourth as a gift to America. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think honestly though he had to help the Lakers out in trying to get stuff done. So if the Kawhi thing falls through, other trades or anything else they wanted to happen, they wanted to have him already in the fold. So why not let it be known? So makes sense. I asked, I asked you guys on the uh, inbox. Might as well repeat it now. Where the hell's little Isaiah Thomas? Wasn't he a Laker? Uh, no, was. it was a one-year deal. They had to. Yeah, they would have had to resign him. Yeah, so he's a free agent too. Yep. So he's on he's out there unrestricted. And nobody wants his his hurt hip and ass. Yep. About <laughs> the size of it. Huh. That's interesting. One yeah. year you're the, you're the king. The next year you're forgotten. Sean Alexander yeah. can attest. Yeah. What have you done yeah. for me lately? Yeah, I, I, you don't yeah, pay for system you. players, though. You pay for system players, that's how you get yourself in trouble. Like, that dude's not a 29-point-per-game scorer. Like, you really had yeah. to shuffle the deck to make that happen. The, uh, yeah. the rumor on the last thing about him was that it has been rumored he is headed to the Spurs. <laughs> so, again, take that, take that for what it's worth, but that is the rumor. Hey Nas, you, you, you ever check out? You ever check out Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, every once in a while, not often. I don't I mean, either I often, but uh, you know, I, 
me and Tim do that, whatever, social events, celebrity goof. So I, I DVR all the shows now and just see if I can pick up anything. But it was actually a pretty funny skit. He had Isaiah Thomas versus Isaiah Thomas in Generation Gap. And he would show uh, uh, the old Isaiah some new school shit on, on the wall. Like the first one was the Spotify uh, emblem and old Isaiah got it and young Isaiah got zero man he was terrible the first one was an 8 track tape and he's like uh, I don't know some kind of cassette and and Jimmy's like well uh, sort of but there's a name for it he goes I don't know he's like it's an 8 track and instead of going oh damn I should have got that he was like I never heard of it like, he didn't hear nothing. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Oldhead beat him 50 to 0. <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 I'm sad about how Isaiah Thomas is actually looked at now, the, the real Isaiah Thomas, because his off-the-court stuff has kind of devalued what he was as a player. Because Isaiah was great, man. But we don't really remember that because yeah. he did so many bad things afterwards. Yeah, it's a horrible. At Indiana, he, Indiana, he was here when I was a, a pup here in Philly. They did the Final Four at the Spectrum when Indiana went all the way, and I had the pleasure of uh, having this cool ass job by the airport, and I drove the bad boys <clears throat> to the Spectrum in a minivan. That's a story I told too many times, but. Bill Lambeer was trying to yell at me because some uh, luggage fell his way. It didn't hit him, mind you. But he was being a dick. And uh, Joe Dumars and Vinnie Johnson and them in the back were like, leave that man alone. So <laughs> they took my back. Lambeer set it off on anybody, anywhere. That's Lambeer all day, man. And yeah, he was being an asshole. One of the great villains of the NBA, man. Love, love Lambeer. <laughs> great villains ever. On and off the court. <laughs> and if he plays today, he makes seventy million dollars. He'd be the epitome of a stretch four. Yeah, anyway. But, you know what I mean? so. want to hear something pretty? You want you want to hear uh, something hilarious? Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers made everyone with floor seats sign deals this past February that locked them in for the next three seasons. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Dan Gilbert might be a con man, but he ain't a fool. Yeah, that's just good business. <laughs> Can't really see the, the problem with that myself. It's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible person. Uh, Y'all remember when him and Warren Buffett did that billion dollar bracket challenge? Yeah, I remember. Y'all remember that? that? I do. Well, they had people sign up. Uh, the promise was you get a perfect bracket, you win a billion dollars. Now, of course, nobody's oh, right, right, get a right. perfect bracket because it's fucking impossible. So yeah. uh, in order to sign up, though, you had to go through some of the quick and loan stuff and register so they yep. can add you to their list of contacts. <laughs> Damn given Yeah, I'm still on that the craziest con men out there, man. Unbelievable. Still on that damn list. I got an unrelated uh, thing that just popped in my head, but it's sports-related. Our friend Thomas Bain that did the draft shows with us, 
he's in that uh, John McAdam group on Facebook, and he often brings up, uh, you know, polls or interesting participation deals. But his latest one, he had about, I don't know, 200 players for the first annual um, pro wrestling and whatever, whatever means, you know, any sport or whatever, Hall of Fame. And he did it for the NFL. And he said you could only choose eight. And it was pretty goddamn hard to, uh, you know, I'm sure you all can imagine the names that were on the list of 200 of the top players in the history of the game. And uh, let me throw that by each of you. If you're just top of the head, like who who are like eight guys you would pick? I mean, because everybody you could name that, from any generation that was Hall of Fame talent was on that list. But who are the who are the first eight to come to your mind? NBA or NFL? NFL. NFL? Okay. Jesus. Oh man. I'll tell you who I forgot though. I, to give maybe get you rolling. I had my eight. I had Elway and. Montana and uh, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, etc. But I was just going through the list and looking at the names. I'm like, damn, he should go, he should go, he should go. But apparently I skipped over one because then I saw somebody else later put in an obvious one, and that would be Jim Brown. I don't have him in my eight because I didn't see him, and I didn't want to go back and change it, so I just left it the way it was. Um. And this is where when you're born hurts you because, man, I don't know much about those old eras like that. And like you said, you want to say somebody you've seen. So I would go Lawrence Taylor. i go Barry Sanders. i I go Jerry Rice, of course. Uh, I guess Montana, Brady. Man, damn. And just because I'm a, you know, Randy guy, Randy Moss. Man, I can't get to Andy White. I I can't get to Andy you just named everyone I had except uh, I didn't put Sanders in. I put Walter Payton. But mm. you basically named the same guys I named. Hmm. And Elway. I think Elway was See, and I'm weird because my, my brain went to uh, George Blanda was one. Quarterback, Old kicker, school. high score, high uh, record for points for decades. Um, another guy, because it's a position, I guess, uh, Raymond Guy, punter. Greatest punter to yeah. play the game, probably. Um, Steve Largent's another name that pops in my head. He, he was a, in the availability. I didn't put him there. Um, yeah, like I said, it depends on when you were, like when you started watching, eh? Like the heroes of my generation were like, you know, Roger Staubach and guys like that. But I don't think I would put him in the. I don't know if he would be good enough to get into that list. I don't think so. Well. Well, if I got to name mine, I'm going to go with no particular order. Joe Montana, uh, obviously Jerry Rice, uh, Bo Jackson, uh, Barry Sanders. I'm going to go with Dick Budkiss. Uh, I got th- man, this one's tough. You got to you got to really think how about this. One. Uh, uh, how about Ray Lawrence? Lewis? No. Lawrence Taylor. I'll take Lawrence Taylor. Um, man, man. It's 
This was really hard. Um, go ahead and give me Bart Starr. Uh, Maybe. Uh, man, this is, you really got, Again, uh, it depends on what the criteria we're working on. Cause yeah, I mean, I like... We need some rails on this, like, to cut you know, the certain eras, lock us into certain players, eras right? to make it easier. Yeah, certain era yeah. or or even, like, best three by position, because that would be, like, just I mean, your best uh, eight. That's just that's about, near impossible. Dick Butkus? I'm, I just, Butkus and I said him. But Buckus was on a list. I'm surprised you scoffed so quickly at Ray Lewis. Was that because of off-field allegations? Or no, no, it's, it's not. Ray Lewis is amazing, but w- when I think top eight players in the NFL ever, he doesn't come to mind. You know, my hmm. my favorite NFL players aren't even in the top eight of all time. Like, I wouldn't put Derek Brooks in the top eight. I wouldn't put Simeon Rice and Warren Sapp and Dexter Jackson and John yeah. Lynch in the top eight. You know, I just but I, I wouldn't. I would say Ray Lewis, he redefined the position he played in, and he played it damn good. I don't know what so more you'd Brian, want so out of him. So did Brian Erlacher? Would Brian Erlacher be in the top eight? No. Mm-hmm. But they're really similar. They, I mean, they did, you know, different things, but they were really similar as far as impact and talent. Erlacher was just more coverage-based, and, and Ray was more run-stopper. But when they exactly. didn't have those D-tackles in front of them, Ray was – ready to throw a fit, and he wasn't as effective. So, I mean, he, you know, exactly. he had limitations, too. Ronnie Lott is the guy I wanted to figure out a way to add on there because Ronnie is he's a monster. But, yeah, I mean, if I you're going to go, I mean, you could probably name eight quarterbacks. And because they're quarterbacks, they're going to get more love than, like you said, than a punter or a kicker. or uh, We haven't even mentioned a, uh, haven't mentioned a single defensive back. Prime time was on the list. Prime time. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, a Sanders. Okay, but I'm we handicapping y'all. But you can put I'm Rod Woodson. y'all a little bit. Rod Woodson, Charles Woodson. I mean, hey, how about uh, how about Anthony Musa uh, or Anthony Minuzo? That's yep. it. Yeah, Minuzo or Horace Gregg or Mugno. John Hanna. Um, Bruce Matthews. Junior Seau is another one. Yeah. Yeah, They're all on the list. Most of them are on the list, I'm sure. We got another call here. Hold on just a second. Let's get somebody in here. What's up? You're on Wide Men Can't Jump. Yeah, uh, I would like to talk about that new trade with LeBron. You know, I think he's going to the Lakers, right? It's correct? That is correct, sir. Yeah, LeBron's going to the Lakers, but you know who the Lakers are going to give uh, the Knicks? The Lakers are going to give the Knicks Pee Wee Herman and Jason Giambi. Oh, is that, is that nice. so? Jason so Giambi and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is going to play for the bench. Man, oh, when you he? do a troll call, like, it's really important to be funny. Like, like it is. You troll it. Like, like if, you don't, if you're not funny, and he drops. It, like, he drops. Uh, how we had one like this. Before. We had one like that before, and that was our whole point too. Is like at least if you're going to phone in and try to hit us with something, at least be good. At least call right. me and tell me Pee Wee Herman's doing karaoke and singing "Don't Give Me No Lines" and keep your hands to yourself or something. Something. Wow. Yeah, man, that was that was bad, man. That was thank you. That was the point. Um, 
That was the point. No, I'm still talking about the troll. No, we're talking about the, the call. That was, that was, that was, oh, damn. yeah, that dude. Yeah, fuck him. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> I love when prankers call and then they hang up when we don't kick them I mean, off the air immediately. You could. This is the same old story, though. You you could tell me to make a list of the 50 greatest NFL football players, and I'd get to yeah. 50 and still go, "What about? Oh, I forgot about this guy and this that guy. There's just too many." Yeah. Because because my computer's out, I couldn't. I mean, I probably wouldn't read all 200 names to you, but I'd read about 50 of them. You know what I mean? That he'd list. Johnny United's on that list. Yes, he is. Johnny United. I'd say people probably put list. Joe Namath on there. Steve Young. I mean, Boomer Esiason. Oh hell! Okay, now now maybe we're getting into. <laughs> all right, maybe not him, but. <laughs> Uh, what, what about what's his name? What is the quarterback from the Giants? Uh, Phil Sims? Negative. Eh, peak wasn't long enough. Yeah. But Jim Kelly. Okay, well, so that's what I'm getting at. But if you if you started watching football right around that era, he won a Super Bowl. Uh, was pretty good for a couple of years, so you might consider him to be one of the better players. But overall, he really probably isn't. But Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith. Yeah, I was just about to Michael say, Irvin. if you were a Dallas fan, Troy Aikman's on that list. But he Brett isn't Favre. on the list of greatest quarterbacks. Yep. Brett Favre's got to be on Favre the list. On yep. Brett Favre, man. There should be. Irvin and Emmett are on the eligible, but not Troy. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll add some... Had only had about uh, five good years. Really. How about how about yes. the entire Cowboys offensive line those years? That should be they should all be <laughs> on the list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you. And, and that's the trouble with the Cowboys. They had so much talent, and they had a couple of accumulators. But when you start putting mm-hmm. them up against everybody, like Emmitt has all those numbers, but I, I don't think most of us consider him better than the guys we named as far as running back. And then Michael Irvin, right. you know, same type of thing. On that team in that era, yeah, he was perfect and he's a Hall of Famer. But I don't think you take him over Jerry or Randy or anybody. If I'm picking pure no. running back based on talent alone and not by statistics, you can give you all can have whoever you want. Just give me Barry Sanders because Barry Sanders was the best damn running back I've ever seen. And if he would have had two offensive linemen worth the shit, the dude would have put up just stupid numbers. Okay. Yeah, and I always figured uh, a healthy, uh, one sport healthy Bo Jackson was about as yeah. good as it got for me. Best pure athlete ever. I'll say that. Best athlete I've ever seen. Yeah. And, well, what about and, and, and another guy who could really run over guys, Herschel Walker was another one. Yeah, Herschel Walker. How far do you go back? How about Bronco Nagurski? I don't know if he had the numbers. I don't know but if he's got him in there or not. But he Hale does Sayers? have the original – he has the original bulldozer Earl Campbell in there. Yeah, yeah. how about Gail Sayers? Yeah. How about uh, yeah, Fran Tarkin? Was OJ on yeah, the list? Fran Tarkin's bad. Yeah, OJ's a bad man. OJ was okay. good. Yeah, say what you want about OJ, but when he was playing football, he was he was a he was a badass motherfucker playing football. He was. <laughs> he was badass in other areas too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing some other <laughs> really handy with. With the weapons, but uh, he was handy. Yeah. He's a good shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. don't see. Just, 
Yeah, I mean that pick? list just goes on and on. I mean we haven't nobody's mentioned the Peyton tight Manning? end yet. Peyton Manning's um, not on. Uh, he, he, Tony had, he had Manning on there. He had Tony Gonzalez on there. But yeah, again, yeah. the point is he. Uh, the point is like you pick your personal who the eight players you think at any position you think are the most superior of that big lot of people. It was, it was pretty hard. Yeah. Not Very not. hard. <laughs> Cause like Mike Webster was in there and Anthony Munoz, like you mentioned, you know, there's the best guys ever at their position that you're skipping over. So. Yeah. And then you know. guys like that, those are the guys that we just hear the stories about and we know what their peers thought of them. But it's not like we watched yeah. him and we're like, yeah, Anthony Munoz was ragdolled everybody. Like, nah, I don't remember what he did. I watched Bengals right. games as a kid, but I don't remember. You know, and then again, well, what about, uh, if, they don't, if they don't play the sexy positions, you don't, right. you know, they don't get the hype that, you know, everybody knows the quarterbacks. We know the quarterbacks on the shitty teams. How about the Oakland, how about the Oakland Raiders leading scorer of all time, the Seabass? Sebastian? Yeah, Janikowski. Sebastian Janikowski. Leading Oakland Bastard Raiders could, scorer of all time. Bastard could kick. I think he had some kickers on there. I don't remember. Maybe Morton Anderson was in there. And... Morton Anderson was good. Yeah. Um, I would I would put Janikowski up against just about anybody. Yeah, Janikowski, the only kicker. He, he, was, he went to the Raiders during the wrong era when they were bad. Yeah. So, He's yeah, the only kicker in NFL yeah, history was, to get yeah. drafted in the first round. There was somebody yeah. who kicked for I want to say it was the Patriots. Doesn't anymore. Vinatieri. It was damn. Oh, it was damn near automatic. Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri. Yep. Adam Vinatieri might yep. have been. Yeah. What's some well, cakes? Steve Gostkowski went there right after Vinatieri, and he was just as good. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we won't talk about. We won't talk about my. That's uh, why. We won't talk about my Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they're drafting a kicker in the second round who couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. <clears throat> and uh, how do you, you know, you know. anyway? Like how do how do you go through a year of scouting and everything else and the big board and all that stuff and somehow your role comes to the conclusion that you should get a kicker in the first or second round? Like how does I'll that be honest. Happen? I didn't hate the pick at the time. Because the kid was automatic in college. Man, he never missed. But, boy, he sure missed in the NFL quite a bit. Yeah, but even, even if he's the kicker you think he is, is that really a second-round grade? Yeah, like, you still get a kicker for you 10 don't years. Pick him until later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. But, uh, that is crazy. Yeah. But back to your point, and, TR, what about, you know, other players? We haven't even mentioned anybody that played in the greatest show on turf. Tory Holt, Isaac Marshall. Bruce, Marshall Falk, Marshall Kurt Falk. Warner. Kurt Warner took Kurt two Warner. shit teams to the Super Bowl. That he, went, he took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, for God's sake, with Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. It's not my damn list. It's Thomas Bain's list. Don't be yelling at me. <laughs> I'm not yelling. I'm just naming shit. Yeah, he, he, he limited Mike the list All too rough, man. Eight, eight is too few, man. Mike Allstock, God, damn it. The greatest fullback ever. The touchdown well, vulture. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever show we do next, I'll, I'll get the full list and write it down. Or yeah, we'll get it next so Sunday because I want I want to see this. I want I want to know who's left off of this. There's just yeah. so many. 
and the good thing about the off season is you got optimism and you don't know what the hell can happen. So NFL and NBA talk during the off season are always good, man. And always. I'm I'm kind of I'm looking forward to the NFL next year. I really want to see what happens. Me too. Um, I'm in in a state of bliss because Philly finally got our champ after all these years. So now I don't really, I mean, I care, but it's not like uh, other years where we're dying, living and dying for, you know, finally getting there. Now we got there. It's like, you know, I'll still watch every Sunday and wear some stupid jersey. I'm so out of out of style and and or broke that my shit so people think it's a throwback, but it's a, it's the actual jersey that I got. You know, like Brian Westbrook and shit and fucking. Uh, it ain't as bad as Wilbur Montgomery, but damn near. Like, oh, cool throwback. I'm like, nah, it's the same one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into the buying jerseys every year game either. Yeah, you wouldn't if you yeah, had a man. Chinese connection. <laughs> Even then. Yeah. Even then, I, as fast as the guys change teams and they change the designs and yeah, all the rest, you can't. You still got to be a rich man to keep up. It's very my, true. My ex, my ex knew nothing about football, and she damn sure wasn't going to spend much money on me. But she knew I liked Randy Moss uh, coming out of Marshall and going to the Vikes, right? And Mm -hmm. so I don't know where the hell she picked it up, but she got a a, a, a jersey that was, I guess, the Vikings practice color or some shit. She must have got it for like eight bucks. It was uh, yellow with Moss on it, Randy Moss's name on it. And uh, it's just like I couldn't even wear it. I, was, I I had to fake sell that I was happy, but it was like, come on, man. Yeah, you could probably sell bucks. that thing for a nice, nice little, nice little chunk of change now, though. You weren't the, uh, the, uh, the yellow Randy Moss jersey shirt you bought for you the year they didn't win. This was got? a Reebok. <laughs> They were yeah, those are dude. Those are you rare. When she got you the the Eagles uh, Super Bowl champions in the, but it was the year they didn't actually win, when they lost. You didn't like that shirt? <laughs> nah, she got me all kind. Yeah, the shit that goes overseas when they pre-prepare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, dude, Africa. Got, got, Africa is loaded with Bills fans. You just don't even know. Yeah, and the crazy. worst part about it is that actually causes problems. Because it hurts the local tailors and manufacturers there because now you just dump the whole bunch of t shirts there and cut into their business. So it's yep. not uh, even helping. It's hurting. Uh, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, T I remember I remember those moss jerseys because growing up down here, um I live about an hour away from Moss where where he lived and when he where he went to high school because he went to high school at a DuPont High School in uh, Bell, West Virginia, uh, which is just outside of the city of Charleston. He um, he was actually a state basketball champion. He played on the same basketball team as Jason Williams, old uh, White Chocolate. Uh, they played for yeah, DuPont got, High School. They got clips up on the YouTube, man. You can watch them yeah, uh, they playing, were, man. They, they were, were sick. Uh, yeah. But Moss, 
Moss actually comes down here quite a bit. Um, but yeah, and if you all would see where they went to school, that is the biggest dump in the world. That place is shit. And I know I've, I drove by it a lot. Yeah, that, that 30 for 30 was pretty good about it. That Rand University, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's worth checking out. Yeah, he lives in a place called Rand, West Virginia, and everybody's like, he's just cocky. I'm like, no, Rand is a place here in West Virginia. Um, but he comes down here, he goes to Marshall, does the, the football camps, and everybody always used to, to to hate him because of, you know, he was an idiot that threw away. He went to Florida State and to Notre Dame, and they kicked him out of school, but you know, the dude gives back to the community. I don't know. And when he found out he was going in the Hall of Fame, like that was cool to see his reaction to going into the Hall of Fame, I thought. I don't know yeah, if you guys saw that. Yeah, he thought they were going to T.O. him. Yeah, he thought they were going to T.O. him. But they got him in the first ballot, as he should be. But, he should uh, be. Yeah, man. I, I still, to this day, can't believe Bobby Bowden didn't figure out a way to keep him on the team. Because you know Bobby Bowden is known for and make them run some gases or something to make up for what they did and keep them on the team. So that would have been Peter Wark and yeah. Andy Moss. So that would have been yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah he, Bobby he Bowden, he must have did something really crazy to Bowden to, to figure anything out. <laughs> you know. But uh, what's this? I, I thought I had a baseball thought, believe it or not. And it, and it wasn't <laughs> oh, something wow. that would have Thanks, it thanks wasn't for something the warning. Bothered, it wasn't something that would have bothered you, Nate, but now I slipped my mind. I just, I'm just messing with you, man. Philadelphia. Oh, do you want to know why he was Larry kicked Boa. off of Florida State? Do you want to know why he was kicked off of Florida State's team? I thought it was weed. Yeah, that's it, weed. He admitted to smoking marijuana while serving a 30-day work release sentence for beating up a DuPont High School student in Charleston. So basically, he was on a work release because he beat the shit out of some kid in high school, and he they thought he was going to jail for a year for violating probation. He smoked weed while on probation. He's the 1994 West Virginia High School Football Player of the Year, a red shirt receiver for Florida State, and one of the future stars. And he and then they kicked him off the team. Well, wasn't a very fucking smart thing to do, now was it? No, it was not. <laughs> No, sir. Uh, I know what not. the base. I know what the baseball point was. Okay. Today, along with Canada Day, is Bobby Bonilla Day. Oh, oh right. yeah, that yeah, is we today. Talk, we talked about, about that. that. Bobby Bonilla, the smartest man in sports. Him and King Griffey Jr. Bobby gets one point one million every July first. Yeah, the only question I have about it, uh, did ownership change after that deal was done? It should (laughs) have. Yeah, I'm just wondering if if somebody else bought that team and inherited that. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Hold on, I'm on it. Oh, you're on it? Yeah, I got it. Beat you to it. You may have. Bobby Bowe. Looking strong, yeah, Barry Bonds back in the day. Oh man, what That's a true. fucking yeah. gig that is! How'd they mess that up? Is that Bonds? You know, this is the only part I wanted to know was like, he gets paid until twenty thirty five. 
Insane. 2035, for Christ's sake. He'll be dead. Uh, let's hope not for Bobby. He's 55 right. he, years old. New York Mets. So. When was that deal made? Was that deal made in 1999? I don't know. He's been getting the 1.2 million since 2011. Okay. Okay, but the deal was made like way before then, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah let me let me look. 2000, here. so 99 sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's when it was made. I'm looking here. The deal. Da, 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 da. Yes. He gets that. Ah, son of a. It bitch. was made in 19, He was released in 1999, but they still owed him six million dollars. Benia and his agent offered the Mets a deal that would defer the payments for a decade. So from 2000 to 2010. And yeah, then it was they would 2000. Have to pay him then they would have to pay him the $1.19 million starting in 2011, uh, mm-hmm. ending in 2035 for a total payout of... Like, who the fuck? You owed us $6 million. So here, here's a deal. Don't pay us for 10 years, but then give us $30 million. <laughs> They saw all those people coming. Well, that now, was, here, that here always, was always remember, every billionaire or multi-millionaire is not smart. Is it? Well, it and here is not... I mean the same thing. Mets owner Fred the, Wilpon uh, accepted the deal because he was heavily invested with Ponzi scheme operator Bernie Madoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did not have he did not have the money. He couldn't pay him. Wow. He had no again. They must have found <laughs> that out. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, they, they have yeah, to still, know. Still, he had no vision of what TV deals and merch deals were coming down the pipe for MLB and, you know, revenue sharing and everything. Like, he just jumped in, <laughs> just jumped in the water and made Maybe, huge... but if, if, he couldn't have, if he couldn't have met the $6 million, he might have lost the team. That's true. If he couldn't yeah, make the payroll, if you're over leveraged to that degree to where you can't make payroll, you're making a whole lot of bad decisions. Not well, just Madoff given, stuff. When you're giving all your money to Bernie Madoff, I mean, that's not exactly <laughs> a place where anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, don't forget, they, they're the expensive New York team. They're the higher up New York team. The t- they're actually the team everybody, most everybody hates in New York. So, you know. And when, and when you're running a good con like Madoff did, you pay off well the first couple times. So then they start I mean, expecting can, it and plan on getting. So. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about can we talk about Bernie Madoff maybe being the smartest guy in the world? <laughs> Short term, people with new people. I mean, uh, yeah. he Wilpon is. It is estimated that Wilpon lost seven hundred million dollars. To Jesus. So that tells you Jeff Wilpon was not too bright a fellow. And he was greedy. Or, because or greedy. he goes to you these huge returns and he comes back with it once or twice and then you think that's the way it's always going to be. So he's playing he's on your greed no matter what. A Ponzi scheme is always dependent on somebody being greedy. Yeah. Well, nobody Our Eagles owner. Go ahead. Bernie Madoff. 
Bernie Madoff will be out of jail November 14th, 2139. So everybody start planning. 2139, we're having a Madoff party. Even and though he's eight years money, old he's right now. He's going that money out of the, the safe deposit boxes and the offshore money he's stored away somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Security fraud, investment advisor fraud, mail fraud, wire fraud, money laundering, false statements, perjury, making false statements and, uh, under, with the SEC, yes, theft from uh, an employee benefit plan. Jesus Christ. And he, and he had to give up. Through, through all of that, let me ask you this. Go ahead. The saddest thing about this is guys like that who are, like, addicted to the action, He's going to try to make some trades, or he's going to try to get involved with somebody, and they're going to run a sting operation. That dude's going to go back to jail. I'm calling that right now. <laughs> I think it's funny he's still the majority owner of the Mets. That is funny. How how in the hell, through all of that, if you even look sideways at anybody, you're, you get fired these days. How the hell did he go through all of that and keep that team? Well, he had to forfeit <laughs> 17 17- he had to forfeit seventeen billion dollars. Well, our owner, uh, Leonard Toes, from I guess the eighties of the Eagles, basically lost his team in Atlantic City at the blackjack table. <laughs> he just couldn't. <laughs> well, I'm just a just couldn't who stop. Who was the basketball idiot who said whatever he said about the uh, – and they took the team away from him? Clippers? Uh, Donald oh, that was uh, – yeah, yeah, Donald Sterling. Sterling. Okay, so and, – yeah. and rightfully so. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But how do you – how do you – yeah, I willingly robbed – I was involved in one of the biggest scams in history. I was a part of it. <laughs> and yet, somehow – well, if it stays I'm, on the back pages, you know what? I'm going to say uh, it. Think about it. The Minnesota owner did some stuff like that, too. He did a whole bunch of stuff. So if it stays on the back pages and it doesn't become a problem for the branding of your league, they'll keep it moving for you. You know what I mean? You're yeah, rich I guess guy. They, well, Jerry they always had uh, – Bernie was always kind of the face of all that, too. The, the other guys who were involved with it never – never. to be honest, I couldn't name any of them. That's but because no, he didn't son, name them. His son said they didn't have any idea that he was doing this. Oh, we didn't know that this was <laughs> a Ponzi. Yeah, except for the except for the five hundred million dollars in kickbacks I got later on. And, well, yeah. here's the thing, and and this is honestly, dirty... Tim, you make a good point with that. The reason I say that he did like that nobody was really like punished, like he didn't lose ownership of the team. The things that Bernie Madoff was doing was so impressive in terms of, like, upper-scale thinking and business thinking, no no common person could really understand it. You'd have to really study it and dive into it. And a newspaper article written by some J-Brone isn't going to be able to explain what exactly was going <laughs> well, on and what he did. You think that Meanwhile, Donald Sterling was a racist and yeah, caught, on tape ra- yeah, right. caught on tape racist, too. I mean, yeah, Bernie see, they, they knew managed. Sterling was a racist. They wanted to get Sterling out of there for years. They just couldn't find oh, a yeah. reason. This was their true. reason. That didn't help. Yeah, because the housing but, stuff I mean, was really what was worse than I mean, you know, what Bernie he said. Madoff managed to host 4,800 people out of $64 billion. Exactly. 
But, but think, think about what he's doing, though. Think about what he's doing. He comes to you. He tells you he can bring you better returns than the market can. Ah, yeah, okay. Everybody says that. And then he does it the first time. You're like, oh, shit, this guy. Okay, let me. I, I should have put more money with him. So now you give him more money the second time around, and this time around you're further down the trough because he's paying the new – he's paying the old customers with the new client. And the new client, you know, he has to get to eventually. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing. When you're running a Ponzi scheme, you're just constantly taking in money and paying off old, you know, old promises and, you know, making it seem like you came up with this genius investment vehicle. When in reality, you know, you're just moving money around and it's a merry-go-round and eventually people aren't going to get paid. Now, the guy in Miami, Nevin Shapiro, he did the same thing. I mean, they, yeah. the, when they finally caught him, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission actually had to admit in open court that they'd investigated him several times and thought he was clean. Yeah. Couldn't prove shit. That's when so, you know you got good. That's when you know you got the good. The only reason right he got caught is because uh, he actually told one of his kids that it was all a bunch of bullshit, and the kid panicked and. And that's why he got caught. Yeah, he could have kept it going. He was running out of money. Yeah, but it was coming anyway because he was running out of money to pay off the well, eventually, initial investment. Nobody left to scam. I think what he did, I think the reason he did it was so he could get in jail to where none of these rich, these rich bucks could murder his ass. He didn't yeah. even make a plea deal. He didn't make a plea deal. He went and just played guilty straight up. He wanted to go to jail and die in prison because he knew he was yeah. fucked. Yeah. KT Barnes with the money. Yeah, There's no a sucker born every the money. day. That right. is also true. There's somebody looking for the easy way. My dad always told me if it sounds too good to be true, it's not true. But there are always people that are. You wouldn't believe this guy gave me to give me a special deal just for me. <laughs> My dad always yeah, told me, uh, "Give me ten bucks, son." Huh. Thank you. <laughs> My dad always told me, "Don't tell mommy I just touched you." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's terrible. That My late father. Uncle. That was your uncle, not your father. Oh God! Who would say that? You, what, you would, what am I you, Rick. <laughs> well, uh, at, at least dark humor is better than uh, wasting my time waiting on hold to talk about Jason Giambi and Pee Wee Herman, like whoever that oh, dickbag was. I'd forgotten about that. I just <laughs> washed my mind of that. Thanks. Yeah, but I, I guess we got to add too. Think of the confidence that Bertie Mad- Madoff had to step into those rooms with uh, as this was going down. You know what I mean? He, he must have been. He had to step into that room with supreme confidence to tell those lies, man. He must have been able to cut a promo like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, you, you go, you go into character when you're doing that kind of shit, and you believe the shit you're saying. Yeah, you better fucking believe it, because if you don't, nobody else will. And he must have. What are you going to do? Put your money with Goldman and bring it back 8% returns? That's dog shit. You need to put your money with me. I'm going to bring you back 15%. You've never seen anything. Like, he's going in, you know what I mean? 
Like he's going yeah, in and, and uh, here's a battle, man. Here's a list of 4,300 guys who will tell you that I actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> and what, well, I mean, in one way, you almost got to sit there and go, okay, well, you know, if you didn't know any better, which obviously even these rich guys didn't know any better, if you were just a regular guy, why would you not believe it? There was no reason not to. And all he's got to do is pull the trick one time. The one time when he comes back with the money he promised you, and now you're thinking, damn, I should have gave him more. That's when he's got you. When he says, I should have gave him more. And then the second go, and you give him more. And that's where, that's where the trouble started, too, because then you got people going out and fucking taking second mortgages on their houses and, you know, trying to. We need a taking, a, taking everything out of their savings to throw back at him and not having a penny left for nothing. And then when he bit the dust, well, yeah, the cards all fell. We need a scheme, boys. Like I said, man, I got 20 bucks on. He goes back to jail, man. I think he gets out and loves the action and wants to get involved again. No, I, I think Nate said he's in there for 100 years or something, right? Yeah, Pretty he ain't getting out too. of jail. He's in until 2139, not 2039. Oh. Oh. Maybe hey, somebody should call him. If he gets out in 2139, he'll be, like, positioned perfectly to deal with that Bobby Bonilla money. Yeah, that'd be about <laughs> it. <laughs> a call back. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> I got a deal for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to offer, uh, for a $20 investment to any wide men can't jump listeners, uh, I'm going to promise you a personal appearance from Henry Winkler. You can only guess where I'm. You can only guess where I'm going, right? Because I'm tired and hacky. It's a Fonzie scheme. Hello. Oh, God. Hey. Get it. Oh boy. Try I want to see you work in. I want to see you work in leather Tuscadero into that somehow. Hey, you see all this go down, and it makes sense how back in the day how people were traveling salesmen with, you know, the snake oil and all this. All this stuff makes sense now because, you know, you're, you're promising things. You're talking fast. This seems like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I think and, and one off. one guy in the, in the crowd to to uh, cough up the 10 bucks for the magic elixir and take a drink and go, by God, this shit works. <laughs> Which is what they yeah. did, you know. They have one guy, one guy planted in the crowd that to buy some and and miraculously be saved from whatever the hell was wrong with him that he didn't have, and people would cough up just you know, it's a miracle, easy cure, right? Yep. <laughs> especially like back then when some of the shit that was in some of that stuff, you know, I mean, what wouldn't it cure? Or not cure, but uh, you know, got morphine and cocaine and <laughs> a, good bottle, a good bottle of coke would pretty much take care of most of your problems back then. Just shake it up and hey, don't you, put it inside the good. stove. Yeah, I mean, you right. wouldn't, sure, you still had cancer, but you felt good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or whatever, or whatever problem you, you thought you might have. I mean, some of that. I mean, the original uh, Coca Cola was a. Uh, Cocktail, a drug addict's dream come true, and they would do well now. <laughs> Some cocaine oh, drink, oh man, you do well. 
If you could control it. Yeah. It's a new energy drink. It's just a little numb going down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't be any worse than sugar. So what else you know what this they week, say? boys? Say what? No, Paul oh, George staying in Oklahoma. I mean, that surprised everybody. Hey, who the hell wants to live in Oklahoma? But he did. He stayed. Man, somebody does. Yeah, I, I, I kind of well. read into that party, that party deal last night, as not a going away party. I, I figured there was something to that. Uh. But it was it was surprising for sure. Uh, I, I'll give you one here, fellas. I'll give you one here. Do you think they'd buy Melo out and get rid of him? Yes. Okay. Where does he go? It, cha- it changes the money LA. so much. <laughs> yeah. LA. He will go to L.A. Yeah. It could be play, the, it could be the mean, design. He'll play off the bench if if. I mean, he won't like it, but that's probably going to be his role. It depends. Yeah, it all depends what what they get, who uh, they get. I got to go off topic just a smidgen. I just clicked on my uh, the Canadian sports page. The lead story: LeBron plus Lakers equals hype for Space Jam Two. You Canadian. Here, I thought you were going to give us an update on the moose tossing. Why they keep trying to make that happen? Like, this is not the late 90s. Like, you can put out Space Jam, and it's not going to do what it did back then. No. But I think that's – I'm not sure. The worst part is is I have to read the article because in Canada, this could be for real. This may not be a joke. It may actually be that they're trying to dream up some hype for Space Jam, too. I'm surprised you got that news up there. You guys are about three years behind regular news, aren't you? Fuck you. So so that means their news (laughs) is still real? (laughs) Yeah. We just just don't let any... I mean, just because we we have a filter, we don't let any Trump and our Hillary Clinton news cross the border doesn't mean we're behind. Jesus, can I move immediately? Yeah, big giant internet filter that just takes all that shit and... I want to please get me get me away from that shit. I am so fed <laughs> up with everything to do with that. I thought the Canadian I thought the Canadian uh, newspaper today would have read Thurman Munson killed in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yankees win World Series. Yeah, Jackson hits home run. There's that. Any more? Man finds Red shoes Jackson, on front lawn. <laughs> Man finds uh, shoes on front lawn in Canada. Doesn't know what it's all a boot. You guys in Europe, boot. We don't say a boot. Hey, <laughs> yeah, we say a all the time. I'll give you that one. But um, okay, here's some trivia. See if you guys can pull this off. Uh, seven members of the 2016 NBA Eastern Conference All Star Team are now in the Western Conference. Can you name them? Of what years? 2016. 2016? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, Paul George. Paul George is correct. LeBron James. That's three. 
How many did you say? Seventeen. Uh, Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas Crowder? Correct. Jay Crowder. Who? Jay no. Crowder. No. No. I don't think he was an All Star that year. Oh, Got three to go. Uh, 2016. Uh, two Chris of them pretty Paul. big names. And then Chris Paul. Paul Gasol, Paul Gasol is correct. Two to go. Paul Gasol, not Chris Paul. Chris Paul played for the Clippers. Paul Gasol was correct. Team? In 2016, he did, yeah. He was with the Damn. Bulls. Come on now. Two to go. Damn, I one forgot is, about the Clippers. One is one I'm of those kind of guys too. who seems to move around a lot. Or they I'm thinking here. Around a lot. I'm thinking here. Hold on. Well, you can't look it up. You fuck. I'm Paul not. George? I'm not looking yeah, it up. I, I have no idea who else. Mello. Carmelo yeah, Paul Anthony. Paul George was correct, but it was already on there. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is correct. You have one left. This is. I don't know this guy, so this might be a bit of a reach. For me, it is anyway. I don't know. But he played in the All-Star game. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, I couldn't even tell you who he played for. I don't even. The name means nothing to me. I'm trying to remember. Like there was a, a guy, guy that. Sounds like a white guy to me. There was a guy that, that played name. in the All Star game that everybody was scratching their heads about a few years ago in the East, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, that definitely uh, has a white man's first name. Here's the here's the hint. His first name is Paul. Millsap. Paul Millsap. Oh yeah, Paul Millsap. Yeah. Tom Robinson. He was in Atlanta. He was in Atlanta and went to Denver. I forgot about that. Conversely, every member of the 2016 Western Conference All Star team is still in the West. Yep. Mm -hmm. West. Well, there was the East was starting to build up a, a balance. There towards the end of of last year with Kyrie and Hayward and you know, if they had been healthy and then the Sixers were getting better and LeBron if he'd have stayed but now everybody's making a run out west and it's getting to be the West is going to be just stupid this year. Yeah, but it's it's all top heavy though because look at the West. It, You're still talking about three teams. You're not talking about the the middle and the end of the West. So it's still the same. I don't yeah, know, man. I, uh, they're all getting, they're all getting older, too, man. <clears throat> yeah. They're all getting older, know. and Philly's young, Boston's young, and the Bucks, the Bucks. who the Bucks just get? Refresh my memory. They drafted DiVincenzo. No, they picked somebody up last night who wasn't half bad. Did they? Free agent, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got somebody. Oh, uh, who? shit. Yeah, it's yeah, it bad. Yeah, I, it's uh, somebody had mentioned. Hold on, I'll find this here because I remember reading it. Uh, see, Bellinelli's back with the Spurs. Iliasova. Uh, yeah, they yeah. Yeah. Iliasova. That was it. That was it. Good you know, the and, Thunder. Uh, the, the Thunder got George, but they re-signed Jeremy Grant. To me, that was big too. Yeah, it'd be interesting if they play him now. I have no idea. Why yeah, they need to. Starting playing thirty minutes. I have no idea. Yeah, they need to play him. Yeah. But the Bucks. The, people forget the still Bucks a took. The Bucks took the Celtics to seven games, man, and people forget that shit. 
Well, yep. and, and, and the Giannis thing with the Bucks is, is only going to get better. He's only going to get better, and they get DiVincenzo, who I think is going to be pretty good. Ilyasova is going to bring a, a veteran presence. Uh, Eric Bledsoe still there. They need, and you know, they got Tony Snell, who's a good defender. The Bucks Chris can Middleton really is really damn good. Yeah, Chris Middleton. Yes, as good. is as is uh, Bogdan that they've got up there. He's a good player. So. They just need a coach. They needed a coach, and I think they they finally found somebody that may be able to coach this team. They built a new new facility too, so they're yeah. invested. Yeah. yeah, they're pulling out all the stops to try to get Giannis to stay, like they should. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to keep him there. Because if you lose him, man, I mean, hell, what are you really doing yeah. with that damn franchise? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of like a uh, skeptical of him in our early shows, and Nate kept telling me he's the real deal. And then I watched him a little more, and then he just, besides his talent, just the personality won me over. Um, Nate also told you at the beginning of the year LeBron James would be a Laker, and nobody listened to me. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. You, I, you know, you're still a millennial, so I, I, I couldn't really have too much faith in your your shit that right now. Be, because that could be fake news. Yeah, exactly. Pr, I've never, I've never told you wrong on purpose. Okay, so never forget that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I, mean, I just know that it was. I mean, I'll give you credit. I'll, I'll give you props. You did say that, but somewhere lost in the in the archives are before opening actually before the draft in print in the in the private NBA group. There was somebody who said, "Please don't take Markel Fultz. TJ yeah. McConnell will have his minutes by November because the the team will create some kind of bizarre injury." That and was damn, you. If he didn't have the first muscular imbalance of the shoulder that changed into injection by his agent and not injection by the team and sixty eight games later. There's a whole place. part of a medical yeah, encyclopedia. But, but notice how themselves. everybody's trying to get him from him though. So Philly Smart, unless you're talking about Kawhi or something like that, and they hold on to him. Because everybody's trying to steal him now. Because uh, the kid does have talent. Like, I wouldn't mess with his jumper again. Let him shoot that ugly jumper for the rest of his career. If he's a bad shooter, he's a bad shooter. And you still get to the basket. Like, look, if, if you guys would take Schroeder, man, I'd love to take Fultz off your ass. Because I, I think he's going to be something, man. Might not be a number one pick overall, like, talent, but he, he still can play. And I think he's, he's going to develop into something. But, yeah, that jumper is off. I I came around I came around to uh to say that he'll average fifteen to seventeen points next year, but I, I just don't see him being a an impact player and if you get the number one pick in the draft you gotta you gotta get that immediate impact. Yep. Uh, I didn't want him. And Yeah, you messed uh, up but at this point you might as well keep the value of what he is, you know, unless you're going for something uh, big. Well, I saw across the scroll today that he's not on the he's on the list with 
Embiid and Ben Simmons as off limits. So mm. Brett Brown believes in them, apparently. That's smart. Yeah, that's smart. And uh, I don't know. Well, I, we, you know, I don't know the status of a lot of our our squad. It's it's all depend. It's that damn Kawhi Leonard holding everything up. Yeah, we do have well, a. Uh, go ahead, Nas. I'm sorry. No, you got it, man. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, Spurs are being assholes about this, and they should be smarter and just get value for Kawhi and rebuild. You're not gonna win anyway, so I, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, if, if we go ahead, if we give them Dario Saric as part of it. He's a damn good player, and he's only going to get better. And down there with that system, and you know, uh, Brett Brown is a disciple of Pop, but he ain't Pop. And uh, Pop seems to get the most out of uh, European any kind of talent, really. But he, he he's, he's done well with the Tony Parkers and the Manu Ginobili's, et cetera, and. Uh, I think Sars will flourish down there, and he, he's definitely going to be part of whatever deal, if if there's a deal our way. But yeah. I don't want to see him go. Yeah, you're a good but, shooter. You don't need shooters. So I wouldn't want to part with him either. But if you're talking about Kawhi, then i do it. But otherwise, yeah, hold on to him. Kawhi, I don't know, man. I got to see. I want to check by a psychiatrist first. I don't care about his quad or his ankle. I want to see his, his uncle's birth certificate to make sure I ain't no secret lover or some shit. Anal <laughs> <laughs> x-ray, maybe. You guys are asking so much. The wrong way, man. Yeah, I just think they played it the wrong way. The dude got you guys hurt. Are, you told him he was fine. He went out there and played. He got hurt again. Now he don't trust your doctors. And then you start telling people that he should play and should. Yeah, I mean they just ruined the relationship. So I, I have no idea why they handled it like that. You guys are just asking too much out of Kawhi. I think I just want him to get rid of that damn cornrow haircut, man. That's just the worst. Yeah, throwback two thousand one. He'll never stop. <laughs> That's true. I got mine. I want Wiggins to get rid of his too. Killing me. Everybody's looking like Ty Lue circa 2002 when Iverson stepped over him. But man, you yeah, that team, man. You guys are serious contenders, though, man. That is a problem. If I see the Kawhi I saw in 15, 16 before. Big dopey Jaja went over and tried to break his ankle. Then, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, Jaja and Kendrick Perkins are, are basically like hockey goons, man. They're getting paid to, you know, goon it up. Yeah, man. That, you know, they were up 23 points in the third quarter or some shit at that, at that point. And. I'll tell you. I've got a question for you. I got a question for all three of you. Uh, Nas, Tr, I don't. I know you. Are you guys? Nas, are you a World Cup watcher, soccer watcher? 
Uh, if I'm in a bar and it's going on, I'll watch it. But besides that, man, not really a soccer guy. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. If, since we're all familiar, that Tim and I have been following the World Cup religiously. We do a little little thing about the World Cup once a week or so. Where is flopping worse, the NBA or in FIFA in soccer? That's that's the question I pose to you all. Y'all know better than me, but I'm going to say FIFA. I don't watch it, so I don't know. Tim, what do you think? Oh, it's definitely soccer. Yeah, it's it's with no question. (laughs) No question, it's soccer. Those dudes flop so bad, like... I don't know if you guys seen the flop where, um, like, LeBron fell down one time and nobody even touched him. And it's like somebody swiped the ball away from him. And LeBron fell like a sniper up in the crowd and took him out. That's like every two minutes in a soccer game. Anytime there's people go down and they grab their legs and they look like they die. You know what soccer needs? Soccer needs another referee. Soccer needs a lot well, of things. Or, or you, you, you just got to decrease the advantage of it. Because, I mean, well, the field, if the advantage the is, field is great, too big, you, you're going to do it, you know? You can't see. Like, now, take take the size of an NBA court. And they get fooled and tricked because the angles can't quite see. Mm-hmm. All they saw is a pile of guys go down. All right, yeah. They, you know, and, they, the and you got less guy guys on the field, and, too. Yeah, he jumps up in the air and acts like he got got hammered, so he you know, they call a foul. Soccer is even worse. Where the referee could easily be thirty, forty feet away. And there's ten guys in between him and the guy you know, he can't he just can't run and be everywhere on the field with a clear line of sight to see everything. It's impossible. They need another referee. There's lots of room out there. Nobody would even know he was there. Yeah. Another referee doesn't fix that. I think you got to lessen the advantage you get from flopping. Because if, if the incentive is to flop, then they're going to do it. And that's any sport. So basketball. Okay, but too. I mean, what are, what are you going to you know do? I mean? I mean, the only thing they you have. In, figure out the, way to lessen the, the only thing they've got I, I, in I soccer know. is a free kick. There isn't anything else. You know, there is no yeah. other advantage to it. So. See, I think they should All fix right. soccer. I think they should switch the offside rule. I see why well, it's there for cherry-picking. It was, but they should, they should move it to where once the ball is, uh, you know, within, I don't know, 30 or 40 feet of the net, then there's no more offsides. This nonsense mm. of that there, you get three guys, you know, there's there's a scramble in front of the net and there's a goal and it doesn't count because it's offside is ridiculous when there's 20 guys within 10 feet of the net. <laughs> right. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. None. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, a, a guy, stupid rule. A soccer guy told me the other day, kind of messed me up a little bit. He said, okay, you are, you guys always call soccer low scoring, but if you counted your NFL points as one point as opposed to seven, then you wouldn't be calling NFL games high scoring. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you might have a point there. We do it's probably more that it's not the scoring, it's the lack of scoring opportunities. I mean, there I've seen soccer games where actually there was one, I think it was either today or yesterday, where in the first half there was no shots on goal. None. Not one. It sort of made you wonder, like, what were they, what were they doing? 
I mean, I can you imagine long, the first man. half? I'll be like, fuck it, too. I mean, the first half of a football game, and if the score was nothing to nothing. Well, and you got to look happened, at it, too. But it's football. boring. Yeah, unless the weather's really bad. In in football, you you have multiple scoring like not a scoring opportunity in football isn't the only thing that's exciting. A first down in football can be exciting, you know. Like, well, you can get. There's also more than one can, way to get points in football. Exactly, you can get three points if you get down half the field. You know, it's just I don't know. It's, it's well, a different. But, it, but uh, if we diff- go back to the '90s before they rule changes, there were a lot of games that were like that. Like there were six oh, to yeah. three games, three nothing. Get like yeah, they did happen and, a lot. And they uh, soccer should take football's lead and look at that and go. If we mind you too, you know what? Where has soccer got to build their game? Sure. What, what, who yeah. are they trying to impress? What what more what more crowd are they trying to attract? Because they pretty oh, much got the most popular, world, except yeah, the, the rest of the world. In the world. It's <laughs> yeah, just not they've got everybody, but they've got everybody but North America. Yep. Just do like a, a quick uh, Twitter Twitter uh, scan, and you look at LeBron, then you look at Neymar, you look at all the, the soccer guys, and you're like, whoa, these guys are much bigger than we would ever consider uh, them being. Talking 20 million yeah. people following them and all that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah I mean, it's, it makes uh, North American professional sports is nothing compared to yeah. us. To the, the, they the big riot in soccer. They riot and all that shit about that. I uh, well, man, I mean, you you would have watched that game today when Russia Russia won on the penalty kicks. Oh man, you would have thought the the war had ended or something. It was incredible. Like you don't see that kind of passion out of North American sporting, or not very often anyway. And this wasn't even you do a, in Philly, and they get called dicks over it. <laughs> not even a not even a quarter. Yeah, but not okay for the Super Bowl. That's one thing, but this yeah. isn't even this wasn't even a, a not even a quarterfinal yet, and they're right. going that and, kind of craziness. I mean, good and, Lord, and if they us, win it, thing. it has to be a franchise that's kind of been tortured for years and waiting on a chip, like it's the Cubs. That kind of reaction. Baseball. Yep. Cubs. Philly last year. Yeah. The Minnesota Timberwolves. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good Lord, <laughs> Yeah, I got it, prick. Uh, Can't think of any others. West yeah, Virginia, yeah. University we're talking of West about Virginia. the we're talking about the NFL Hall of Fame. Nate's fucking reciting the the Buccaneers starting lineup this year. Just keep your damn hands <laughs> off the Uber and Lyft drivers and and, and let it go. Take that asshole quarterback of yours, and he's a, he's a he's <laughs> lucky. <laughs> I, I still don't understand how that's so bad at this. So you give Jameis three games? Like, if, if you're saying this is what it is, why the hell would you go three? You should go six. If, if you're saying this is what it is, uh, this guy had a previous problem in college. And now he, he's lucky he didn't get the door. Yeah, the NFL is crazy. If I was Tampa, I'd show him the door. As a Tampa Bay fan, I'd, I'd show him the door. a lot of people said. He shouldn't even be on the team. They should have. They should have cut him right on the spot. Came and here's the thing: I think he can be. I think he can be a good quarterback. I really do. I have faith that he can be a good quarterback if he could get better. But man, you too many issues, too much unwanted drama. We can't improve unless our quarterback is on the field 
and we lose the first three games of the season with our, which I, I like our backup Ryan Fitzpatrick, but we lose those first three games and they're tough games. The schedule we have one of the hardest schedules in the league this season, and we lose no. those three games. Oh, you're worry. starting Ryan, the game. Ryan will throw a few pick sixes. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, trust me, I know. <laughs> Ryan, I, I can't see the field because of my beard, Fitzpatrick. Hey, now, not okay. the Bucks, just Jameis. Jameis is the prince. And now, and now we're going to have to hear that he went to Harvard 30 times per game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't learn much about football when he was there. Now, yeah, as, a, uh, as a former Uber and Lyft driver, I, I, I can soundly say that I was never touched inappropriately, unfortunately. But Would have been a pain I didn't pick up any, any eagles. But oh well. Big payday. Big payday you missed out on. Yeah, and uh I did pick up a half naked chick that was going from drug house to drug house who wanted to go to my house instead. And it was tempting <laughs> for a minute. But So how I much declined. did you take out of your wallet when you dropped her off the next morning? <laughs> uh well we're we're engaged, but I didn't really want to finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh no there that's a perfect note to end this show on yeah we are Talk over time Tom Robinson's engagement there we go he's engaged uh, I don't even know her name he's engaged to a drug house lady who has a pet rat so ladies and Doesn't gentlemen <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where that came from now things are starting to come clear everything's adding up now but Nas, man, thank you for calling in, and uh, you're welcome man. anytime, sir. Always good to oh, talk cool, to you. Man. Yeah, good chopping yeah. up with y'all. Y'all be good, man. You All too, right. man. All thank right. you. Have a good one, sir. Yep. As we wind down, we want to thank everyone for listening to the Sunday Night Roundtable. Thank Nas for calling in. Tim, TR, anything you guys want to add before we jet on out of here? You know what? I think I'm good. Um of course, let's not forget, uh, what are we, uh, Wednesday, of course, the uh, flagship show shall be on as always. We will um, be back. I'm not sure when Nate and I are going to sneak in a soccer show. I can't remember what we decided, or if we did. Uh, I'm thinking, I think I'm talking, I talked to Mar- Martinez, Mr. Armando Arti- Martinez. Martinez. He's going to join us. He's oh, going to join us for a soccer show. So... We are uh, waiting for that with bated breath. Um, let me see here. The quarterfinals begin on, let's see, the round of 16 ends Tuesday. And the quarterfinals begin on Friday. Uh, we may want to aim for Thursday sometime, Thursday or, afternoon. Or, well... We could maybe go, well, I don't know what your schedule is. We could always pre-tape on Wednesday, too, if we had to. Well, we'll see. Um, I'll, we'll talk we'll off sneak, about that. We'll sneak in a Tim and Tom on Tuesday, maybe, too. Okay, that works okay. for me. Okay. And then Wednesday, we, we got the really, flagship show, and we're going to be... I mean, be, you got to uh, do... Uh, you gotta do something pretty special uh, for the flagship show because it is, of course, uh, for us. It is a holiday. So it is a holiday. So that's you know double importance for you guys. Uh, I will be calling in on the fourth. For I don't know why, but I will be. <laughs> 
But we'll be going live probably around eight o'clock and uh yeah. Unless so, you've got guests on. You got guests lined mm-hmm. up for that? Got one already, so uh we'll see how many more we end up with. Uh we will discuss it off air, but we have, Go ahead, Tom. Uh, uh, we don't need to we don't need to. We have LeBron James and Michael Jordan one in each hour. That's true. <laughs> Jordan's going to come on yeah. and teach us how to gamble, and LeBron's going to come on and teach and, us how uh, to tuck tail and, and, I, so. and, and because I'm white and from Canada, I have secured Steve Nash and Larry Bird. Don't tempt me with a good time. There you go. <laughs> so there All you right. Go. That's going to do it for the Sunday Night Roundtable. Thanks for Nosh for calling in. Tim, happy Canada Day. A, PR, happy, happy Philly cheesesteak or something. Night, I don't know. Everybody have a good night. And again, to the caller that called in, get some new jokes. Best of luck to you. TR, send us home. First of all, follow at wide jump on Twitter. Yes, that too. And, And peace. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at Wide Men Can't Jump and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump.